0: Welcome to the Chronicles of Nania a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. This is your host, Martha Tyler. And this week, we are going to be talking about parent coaching. And to do that, I have brought on Nanny Shars. Hello.
1: Hi. Thanks for having me.
0: I'm so excited to have you. We've been like kind of... um dancing around each other for yes. a while I think <laughs> and so it's so lovely to finally like really connect and Thank chat you. with you.
1: Yeah I'm excited I've been counting down till today to talk to you so yes. <laughs> it's a good wonderful
0: day. me too. Um, well before we get started talking about parent coaching let's hear your nanny journey because I think they're all oh. so interesting.
1: Thank you. So I'm Sharda Lambert. I'm also known as Nanny Shard Online. I am a childcare expert and an international nanny based here in London. Um, I also specialize in potty training, sleep coaching, and consultancy, and also parent coaching. So I started off nannying in my teens. Originally, I was teaching dance and drama to children because um, I, I have a performing arts background and then I went from teaching um, the arts to children to then babysitting for some of the parents, um, ended up babysitting for my drama teacher and through that I got recommendations and happened to find my first nanny job uh, with a single mother, she was so lovely and mm-hmm. I kind of, um, her daughter was very young at the time so I kind of was more like a mother's help her into nanny Um, And I learned so much from that role. And since then, I've just not looked back. I've had breaks in between where I've done a bit of part-time nannying while studying. But it's always, I just believe nannying is my calling. So, yeah. And then I come from a big family anyway. I'm one of six. My mom is a childminder, which I think in America is a daycare owner. Like, okay, uh-huh. similar, but it's in the home. Um, so here in the UK, uh, my mom was a childminder, and with her having six kids, she then used to have other people's children as well. So I've always kind of wow. been brought up in a childcare, you know, environment. So it just becomes very natural to me, really, to be around children.
0: Yeah, I can imagine what a um fun home to grow up in, I would think. And and probably at times
1: it didn't feel fun too. Yeah. I'm sure that there were ups and downs. Used to it. <laughs> so yeah. used to it. Just loads of noise, loads of chaos. And um, but now as an adult, I'm now like I really appreciate my peace and quiet. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I can imagine so.
1: Yeah. Growing up, yeah, there wasn't any time to just have some solitude. No, not at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i can imagine i i was an only child so i came from almost the exact oh, wow. opposite situation um yeah but I, what was that like i i longed for chaos there was this book that i read as a child called absolutely normal chaos that was about yeah. a really big family and i would just yeah. read it and imagine
1: <laughs> like oh, what that would yeah. be like oh um, my goodness i could imagine not having siblings i got four sisters and one brother and it was yeah it would feel really weird not having them around but that's your norm and this is my norm so
0: yeah cool My parents did allow me lots of pets, which was lovely. Like I had a pet Mm -hmm. rat, which a lot of people don't like, but um, I loved my pet rat and he was really cool. His name was Nicodemus. He rode in my Barbie (laughs) car. He was great. Um, And I had dogs and a cat and, you know, I, I connected and my parents did a really good job of like, I was in daycares. I was in camps, like to socialize
1: and stuff. So that's really good we had a dog as well growing up actually and um i remember my dog my dad went to the shop and then he came up with a dog and everyone was like what's going on here mm-hmm. and he just i like, just found this stray dog and it just followed me home and was like it's meant to be <laughs> so we so, yeah, absolutely love dogs um not yeah. too fond of cats but i'm definitely a big dog so yeah
0: yes i remember there's this story that goes around on facebook every few months that i see of this dog that lives with a big family and will go like take a nap at the neighbor's place because the neighbors don't have any kids just go over and like lay in the neighbor's yard for a little while and then come back yeah he's just like i need a little break (laughs) (laughs) which i think is so funny Mm -hmm. Um well wonderful so let's talk about parent coaching um yeah. and let's start from a place of just what is parent coaching what does that mean so
1: parent coaching is for you to support parents through their parenting journey Mm-hmm. um in all different aspects so it could be behavior it could be you know we have um fussy eaters it could be just being more mindful on your parenting style um and just being more mindful as well on what kind of child you want to raise you know and mm-hmm. um, being more firm boundaries discipline and um, there's a lot of different aspects to it um what I- I tend to do, all of my families, they fill out uh, a brief questionnaire on just their parenting goals. Mm -hmm. And then that helps me to know how I can best support them. And I'll be very honest, if I feel like it's something that I don't feel I can fulfil, then I will tell them. But a lot of the times I can. And it's just uh, me working with the parents. And you'll find that a lot of nannies actually coach, do parent coaching, and they're unaware of it. Um, But for me, I think I've done it as a separate um, a separate uh, ability that I can do or separate service that I can do because I do tend to have a lot of families that hear about my nanny services and then they recommend me and they just want the parent coaches So, how do I teach my child to be a better eater or how do I teach my child to listen or how do I teach, help my child to communicate better? Um, so it wouldn't necessarily per se me being a nanny in that household. It would just be to go in and coach the parents for a few days on um, the the issue that they have, yeah.
0: Yeah, so when you do that, would it, you said you would go for a few days. I was curious about like the scheduling there. So, and I would think depending on the issue, it could look different depending on what's needed. So like with, you know, we're having some trouble around food, I could see going in for maybe like four days or something and like just really working consistently but do you ever have like where you check in like once
1: a week for a few months or something like that? Yeah, so I have um, online packages um, and I have in-house packages and the parents can decide. um, They go on my website, uh, which is nannyshards.com. They can see um, the different packages that they can get. Um, So a lot of parents, especially now with COVID have been opting in for the uh, online service, which Mm -hmm. is great because I can coach them either via Zoom or via phone um, and so that has been very different because I am mm-hmm. very much a people person in terms of I love to be in the home I love to encourage the parents and support them and empower them um, whilst looking after their children so that that aspect I can do that now verbally no minute to give them a hug or like come on you can do this you know we got this together so it's more um, online now um, but you know more people are starting to open up a bit more to having someone back in home. that's a good thing so online like i said it's through zoom or by the phone and the parents can choose which option they want um but normally prior to covid it was in-house only
0: yeah that makes a lot of sense and i i see the pros and cons of each way because you can you get so much information just walking in and like doing a visual scan of a home Yeah. yeah um you know of just like organization level and like uh you know how like what's prioritized yeah Yeah. like if you walk in and there's you know floor-to-ceiling bookshelves that tells a different story than Mm floor-to-ceiling car collection like little cars you know like that there's just different stories there
1: definitely And with the online, it's a bit difficult sometimes with, um, because sometimes parents tell you the perception of what things are. And then when you walk into the house, it's completely different, or you see other things that, you know, could be contributing to the issue. Um, but with online, you you just have to go by the parents' word and trust what they're saying and hope that they're going to put these practices in place. But when you're there in person it's so much nicer as well. And, and, probably easier for the parents because they can i can give them examples and show them this is how i do this and then i want you to you know coach them for it. I want you to do as i did okay this do this do that but right. when you're doing it by the phone they can't physically see for me i'm quite a i'm a visual learner mm-hmm. so if you told me something i could hear it and i'll take it in but i'll probably ask you again like say that again how do i you know but if you right. showed me how to do something i pick it up straight away mm-hmm. um and so it's really just understanding how the parents taking information and for me to adapt the way that i give them the information so it's effective yeah
0: yeah Are are there um like do you have credentials in it like have you taken classes or or did you build this based on you know your experience and and knowledge yeah, it, and
1: it's based on experience um i actually thought i've a lot of my experience um and my knowledge has come from experience and then i've done a course to just brush up because i like to make sure you know my education is up there with my knowledge um, and i actually was i did a parenting coaching course about six years ago um, and by then i'd i've been coaching for over 10 years but i did it because i want to make sure that it's, i've covered all you know areas and when i actually moved to my home that i've been in for five years now I think I've lost my certificate somewhere and I've never been able to find it. So I was like, 2020 is the year, I'm going to get all my certificates back. Um, And then COVID happened. So then all the courses were cancelled. and I was like, no. No. (laughs) But I am, am, um, everything's now here in London, it's starting to open up again. So I'm rescheduling everything back just to get the certificates because I'm fully qualified enough to do the job. Um, And my, my testimonials can show that as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I I do think there is this, um, especially in our field, I think there is this tension between, like, you can only learn so much in a classroom, too. Like, you could have all of the certificate. Like, you could have, like, Pokemon, gotten them all, got to catch them all. But that's a little meaningless if you don't also have the experience. Right.
1: um, It's practice and theory, isn't it? Yeah. so you can have the theory but can you put the theory into practice it's all well and good you've got a paper and certificate to say oh look i'm qualified to do this but are you really qualified and it's right. the same like you know you think of a doctor they go through many many years of being a doctor um, and being a junior doctor but unless until they actually physically do the job
0: right. they don't
1: really know what kind of doctor they're going to be you know right. so it's, it's similar in that sense so with nanny as well a lot of it is experience and you just can't you can't argue with experience you definitely can argue with theory right but experience is something you cannot argue with um so yeah there tends to be that uh, i understand like the versus knowledge versus experience yeah it's very common in our industry
0: it is and it, it it's uh it sounds like you've got both now um which is lovely um at what point do you think a nanny um, becomes experienced enough to be a parent coach? And and I guess that that's kind of a, like there's no like year, like, oh, year yeah. five, you're yeah. definitely, but like, what, what do you think a nanny needs to have, um, have experienced in order to like take that step?
1: Yeah, I think, uh definitely it will be important to do a you know a communication course or a uh, customer service course and i i know this is outside of nannying but it, it really does help in terms of um communication methods with with different people and dealing with difficult situations and things like that i think i wouldn't say there's an exact number of years um where you can say now I'm a parent coach but if you find naturally I found that I was naturally coaching the parents right. which was oh you know baby A or child A doesn't listen to to me but they listen to you what is it that you do could you show me mm-hmm. um and there was a lot I tend to find that it was a lot of that and especially when I um was working in shared care roles which was with the parent around either the parent worked from home or the parent with a stay-at-home parent and then they will see how i um interact with the children and said you know if you weren't here and i did that they would have reacted in this way and then i will say well do you want to know how i do that with the child i can show you or i can talk you through it so it happened for me i would say naturally and quite gradually um but i wouldn't be able to say to a nanny that's you know just being a nanny i wouldn't be able to say oh you're now a parent coach but we right. do like i said subconsciously we do coach parents as well mm-hmm. um so yes yeah, so it's really up to i just became more aware of it right. that i was doing that and um you know like i said a lot of my mom bosses were like oh you know Kevin wants you showed her just to help her out with um you know you know maybe this child's having a tantrum or misbehaving a bit they just want to help you a bit need a bit of help with discipline or this person needs help with a fussy eater or this child needs help with some sleep training or you know so then I was like I'm a nanny but I'm also loads of different things as well right. um, and that was just like I said a natural transition for me um, and I can only speak on my experience yeah. Yeah. But that, that's one of the reasons we have you here. Cause
0: I, <laughs> you're an expert in this area. Um, and so as you did start gradually coming to that conclusion, and I love that, I love that a nanny can now listening to this kind of check in with themselves and be like, am I already doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, and if they do feel like they are, cause I'm listening yeah. to you and I'm like, I am, I'm doing all of these things. (laughs) Um, if, If they're listening to you and thinking that, um, like what were some of your steps towards going from, I'm providing this service basically now for free, um, to like building that as part of your business
1: yeah so part of my brand so first of all the the rates that i charge are different because you're now just not getting a nanny experience you're getting a parent coach you're getting someone that's going to potty train your children someone that's going to sleep train your children all in one so when you hire me as a nanny i say you've got all your parenting needs in one Mm -hmm. so i'm more than just a nanny and yes i'm absolutely proud to be a nanny um but it was more you know understanding my strengths in different things yes and knowing your worth for sure because what will tend to happen is if you charge a bit more and then you know the agency or parents like oh so why are you charging that i said oh because when you pay this price this is what you're getting and i could demonstrate that through testimonials or through just through my um my nanny cv you can see that i've been with this family and this is some of the duties that i had so how nannies can show that is through their cv which you guys i think called resume yes um so when you put your duties put everything you did so if you coach the parents on potty training the child or you coach them on you know sleeping or whatever. Put that in there because what tends to happen is when the agencies or parents look at your CV, they're gonna say, oh, she's a nanny, but she also does this and this and this and this. So it adds to your credentials and it adds to your worth and it adds to your brand. Um so yeah, that's that's the best way I can answer that question.
0: Yeah, no, that that was beautifully answered. Um and then um I feel like sometimes there are very experienced nannies that might be younger than the parents that they're working with. Um, but they have, you know, these, especially new parents, first time parents, which I feel like is probably who wants a coach the most. Um, they have, you know, no experience with a child this age, whereas a nanny Mm -hmm. might have years of it. And so, but I, I do feel like that's, um, you have to like navigate this idea of the parents are older than you are and how how to like
1: claim your authority yeah. how do you work with that yeah definitely so in every nanny position i've been in the pets have always been older than me i've always mm-hmm. been younger um, I think as you get older it's not so bad I'll be very honest mm-hmm. Um, they listen a bit more because <laughs> right. they trust you um, but when you're younger there is a lot of um, trying to justify yourself that's the best way I can put it uh, you know trying to justify that you know what you're doing and how I would do that is by showing them mm-hmm. so I would come into a household and I see that things need you know improving or the parents tell me what it is that they want improving i will do it and then i'll say this is how i did it and right. i will show them i will write it down i'll leave notes at the end of the day like i'll come home after work and i'll type up something for the parents send it to them in an email and just say if you get stuck look at my notes or look at my guide um and that that when i did that it then made them go whoa she actually does know what she's doing she's mm-hmm. not just talking for the sake of talking which i don't do anyway But sometimes I think with age, you might need to do it. Like I'm I'm doing, obviously, National Nanny Recognition Week. I'm going live with a different nanny every single week. And I'm recognising all these amazing nannies. And I have a nanny who's 24, but she's a house manager and she's a nanny. And she nannies for six children at 24. That's very young to have such a big responsibility. But she does her job very, very well. So I think it doesn't really equivalent to age. You know, some... Parents have children a bit later on in life, and that's absolutely fine. But it really does equal down to experience. Are you experienced enough? So if I am, you know, 25, but I've been a nanny since I was 16, I still have all those years of experience, you know. So whether, even though I'm young, even though I'm not 25, I'm a lot older than that.
0: (laughs) Well, you look
1: 25. Thank you, darling. Thank (laughs) you. (laughs) So you know, even if I was at the age, I'll say, you know you know, in, to myself, yes, I am a bit young, but I have all these years of experience. And I found when I was younger, I had to justify it a lot more. Now, um, you know, here it's kind of like a discrimination. So it really shouldn't be an issue, but it is. Let's be realistic. Sometimes it is. And um, yeah, now I don't feel like I have to justify myself, which is good. Because I did that enough when I was younger.
0: <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I I feel that. Yeah. Um... Yeah. So you mentioned that you have like a questionnaire going into it. Um, yeah. What, what types of things do you ask to get a feel for if it will be a good fit?
1: Yeah. So I asked the parents, what is their, what is their pain points? What is the issue that they're having? What would they need help with? What are their parenting goals? So after I come in and you, you know, you purchase my service, what would you like the outcome to be? Mm-hmm. because then that shows me their expectations and whether they're realistic or not or if i know you know i'll say well this is what you you've told me the issue this is what you've asked for i won't be able to help with that but i know someone that can you right. know and i always, will recommend someone that i know that can um but a lot of the times, like i said i've i've not had to do that i've been able to fulfill the needs of the parents which is amazing because that mm-hmm. is my goal and my aim um, so I ask, yeah, so I'll ask what the issues are, I'll ask um what the current like explain a typical day in your home. So or the situation that they need help with, explain it from start to finish. So they would let me know, hey, okay, dinner times at this time, or you know, if they're having a fussy eater, um, dinner times at this time, we have to do this to get this child to eat, and da da da. da. And through that, it also gives me a bit of background. And bit of context on the situation without me having to go into the house so through the questionnaire i decide well i will know in my head whether this parent needs in-house service or if they need an online service i will always offer them the choice but i will also tell them my recommendation i say well based on your answers from your questionnaire i think this will be the best service for you or you know you can go against me if you want and book an in-house service, even though I think you need online and either way, but I let them know the best way they're going to get their money's worth and get the result that they want.
0: Right. Right. Which I'm sure is, is really meaningful, especially after you've asked
1: specific questions, which. Yeah, definitely. Every family is different. You know, you can't have a generic, generic, kind of way of doing things. And I adapt to every single family's home I go into. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would never go in with my, with a method of this is how things should be, or this is how you should do this. Um, But I will make sure that I am, you know, listening to the parents and I'm supporting them in the best way that I can.
0: Right. Right. Have you ever had a case where you have taken on a family and then gotten into it and realized
1: it wasn't a good fit? um yes i have um wouldn't say in terms of parent coaching because like i said a lot of it comes from recommendations so mm-hmm. they already know i can do the job <laughs> mm-hmm. so there's, there's you know someone i've worked with their friend or someone they know and they've gone shard is amazing get her to do this you know but in terms of nannying 100 percent because with nannying you never know if it's the right fit until you actually start the job right. which sometimes can be quite difficult so i had before where i went through um two interviews, uh one was on the phone one was face to face and then a trial so that was Mm -hmm. three steps and then i um did my trial got the job and then it ended up being more of a nanny housekeeper role but i spent a lot of the time in the dryer in the drying room in the laundry room Uh and i was like "Ah, i don't mind cleaning but i love children that's i want to be where the kids are you know i want to be where the children are so with that position i had to end up leaving um a lot earlier than i had hoped um but you know it was very you know the job description everything was very clear but when I actually went into the job it wasn't the same job that I had applied for so in that sense and it was living as well so I had left my apartment moved in with the family and it was like oh my goodness really I'm gonna have to go all the way back home now (laughs) thankfully I didn't give up my apartment at the time but um that's happened um yeah so in terms of nannying yet but not in terms of like my parent coaching no. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Um, have you ever coached
0: re- resistant parents? Like parents yes. who are like, <laughs> like, okay, we hired you <laughs> for this, yes. but, but it's not us. It's our kids. I feel like I've, I've seen that not in any of my nanny families, if anyone's listening, yes. not in any of my nanny families, but like out and about I have seen yes parents that are like no this is my child's problem and like actually family system says
1: it's your whole family's problem oh, yeah, yeah. i get that a lot or you get they hired you but then they want to tell you how to do it and you're like right. um, but you've hired me for my expertise so allow me to help you and support you you know it's like i want your help but i don't want your help right yeah that has happened before and with that it's just a serious conversation on how much do you want this change? How much do you want this improvement? Because if you're really not that fussed, then you know I would rather go to a family that genuinely needs me and will appreciate my time. Because you know time is something that is priceless; we cannot get it back. And like right. I said, I am more than happy to help and support parents, but I'm not going to have people waste my time, and I don't want to waste your time either. So only contact me if you're serious about changing and improving your family household um otherwise I'm probably not the person to call <laughs> right I'm I'll very be, I'll be direct I'm very honest um and I will always you know be that way so yeah that's not going to change
0: yeah that's but I think that it's really important for nannies to hear that because I I know a lot of nannies that are very vi- like extremely experienced extremely competent um but maybe struggle with that piece of it yeah. of like yeah speaking up for themselves you know, yeah yeah and so i think i think that's a really great message to share of like okay you have hired me to do this and i know how to do this how serious are you about this change and i also think challenging the parents of like you've been doing it your way and the results are are why you called me in so right. why not try a different way
1: yeah why not Definitely. <laughs> Definitely, and it could be even that you're trying it their way but you're just coaching them how to do it more effectively mm-hmm. i like some parents have gone into the household absolutely fine but they all communicate by shouting and then they're like my child shouts at me what but why do you think they shout because this is how this household communicates everyone shouts at each other no one's listening so maybe we should start learning how to communicate effectively first And then we'll rein everything else in and and i think it's the big thing as well because children learn from their environment so one thing of me i never ever shout at children never Mm -hmm. because i wouldn't want any children to shout at me and i know it's not easy because you know sometimes parents are very honest the children get on their nerves sometimes and that's absolutely fine you're human but at the same time you need to be very mindful of your behavior because if you communicate to your child a certain way they're going to communicate with you exactly the same way back right you know um and I say a lot a lot of children I see will communicate um by screaming or shouting or crying or whinging and then the parents wonder why they do that because you always give them what they want when they do that but one of the things I always say is I try to find the words. Would you like me to help you find the words? It, show me, point to me what it is that you want, and I can let you know how to say that, or you know mm-hmm. um using our words more um instead of pointing sounds and screaming and demanding you know in a very rude way. um so yeah, a lot of, like I said, a lot of the parent coaching is mostly I say what's quite popular is um behavior. Mm -hmm. and communication and and it tends to be starting with the parents first but they do they say my child is this and my child and then when you actually go in there and you're doing the coaching you you find that the parents actually have to start watching themselves and how they communicate Mm -hmm. um and and that's always a great revelation at the end like oh my goodness i wasn't even aware i was doing this or you know you really helped me to to um Pick up on the my you know some of my bad habits that I didn't realize I was putting onto my children, and then when they've changed that, there's been a change in the child's behavior. So that that's a that's always really lovely to see as well.
0: Yeah, and I imagine that that then spreads out, you know, ripple effects out to yeah. other areas of that parent's life because I'm sure, yeah. like, if you're using an ineffective c- communication style in life. It it's frustrating,
1: you know. Like very, you feel
0: very. unheard, you feel unseen, and it um, it's really really hard. And and I feel like once you're in that place of like that cycle of I'm not being heard, I'm not being seen, a lot of times we rely on even worse communication habits because it's coming from this place of anger and frustration. And yeah. then it just cycles. cycles on
1: down.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um so that's that's really really wonderful yeah something that when um kids are are whining or are speaking to me in a rude way a phrase that i really really love is like i cannot hear you when you speak to me like that yes. i can't i can't hear you and so yeah. just throwing that out there is is an effective Definitely. way that i
1: have <laughs> worked yes. and with and that's Lizana. a very good way i really love that because i always say um when children ain't listening i do like a traffic light system because i'm you know very dramatic because Uh i I have a drama background so it's like you know if your ears are green if the green lights on on your ears that means you're listening if it's amber maybe or there might be a little bit of a malfunction if it's red you're definitely not listening So i'm like let me check your ears let me see what color they are are they on red green or amber let's see and then you know if my nanny child is not listening i'm like I knew that's why you couldn't hear me, it was on red, you know, and they're like, (laughs) oh, he put it back on green, you know, so just little things like that, and it's like learning through play, because that's a bit, you know, that's a bit of imagination play as well, so, you know, different methods and ways, and I love the fact that you said that as well, because I use a very similar way of talking to my nanny children and communicating with them, the same way I say, I can't understand when you speak to me like that. Yeah. You know, I'll say, Charlotte's ears don't work when you speak to me like that, you know? And then they're like, huh, what's going on? And then when they change, maybe if you try to speak to me in a lower tone, or maybe if you spoke to me a bit more kindly, I would hear, you know? And then it, it makes them aware of their behavior and how right. they're communicating. And then it changes. and I'm like, that's much better. I heard perfectly. So now when they want to be heard, they now know how to speak to me. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's an amazing way of doing it as well.
0: Yeah. Sometimes if I'm feeling cheeky, I'm like, oh, I don't speak rude. Can you try again yeah. in kind?
1: <laughs> oh, I love that. I'm going to okay. I'm stealing that from you, Martha. Yeah. I don't speak rude yet. I'm, I think I'm going to steal that one. Yeah. I'll I don't, I don't speak that. You, Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Martha said, I'm joking, no.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I find that, you know, and, and like the the lights on the ears, I love that. I probably will be stealing yes. that from you because I, I feel like, and I, I have an episode about it, but that humor element of it is so helpful and yes. them also being able to hear. So we're also modeling, like, yes. I'm, I'm speaking to you in a, a respectful way. I'm including you in on this joke of like, you know your your ears are different colors or or yeah. you know i don't speak that language and it's
1: like we're yeah. all
0: then we're all in a place of laughing together and um
1: they're are like oh i have like to try different. Different. yeah for sure because
0: i feel like a lot of times when kids are are given corrections especially around tone um mm-hmm. it is so so dry and so like don't talk to me like that and it's like yeah. well no then then they can't hear that so we're not yeah. getting anywhere um Definitely. or they Definitely. feel just shut down by that you know of like well you didn't tell me how you did want me to talk to you so now i'm just not going to talk to you
1: yeah yeah i get that for sure 100 percent. yeah So I
0: think that's, that's really wonderful. And I love the idea of even just calling it parent coaching is putting the, the focus where it needs to be. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I do, I offer a service called academic coaching where it's not necessarily that I'm tutoring in one subject, but I'm helping children understand how to study because a lot of times there's, there's a lot of confusion, um, around like, I've been given this really big project and no one's really ever told me how to break down a project. Um, but I have found when I title it that, that a lot of times it is just parents wanting their kids fixed and it doesn't work like that. Like if the household is not, if the culture of homework in the household is off, then I'm not going to be able to fix it with the children.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I get it. So I think just calling it parent coaching is a, is a great first step towards um, including the entire family in that journey.
1: Definitely. Definitely. And and there's a lot of misconceptions about it as well. It's not, um, you know, someone coming in telling you what to do. It's Mm support. It's Mm support and help and you know you should feel okay with getting that extra help you know getting an expert in if i was a parent i would love to know there was someone that could had a solution for my issue i'll be calling you in all the time whenever i had an issue i'll be like oh how can i do with this you know (laughs) um and it's just nice that you know people can afford that luxury because it is a luxury um and, you know, like my mom, she was a single mother of six. She didn't have that. Her mom passed when she was 19. So she was wow. really young when her mom passed. So she never had that kind of coach, you know, the, you know, the parent, the parent there to help her, like most first moms do, you know, their, their mom moves in for a little while or, you know, comes around for the first few weeks of the child being there and stuff like that. And um, so my mom never had that. So she had to learn through trial and error, you know, right. Um, but in this day and age, you now can hire Nanny Shah's Parent Coaching. So, yeah, it's a good look. <laughs> yes, it
0: is. Um, do you have resources that nannies who are interested in learning more? Yes,
1: yeah, so I'm it? working on a few e-books at the moment. This is an Wonderful. exclusive, by the way. Ooh,
0: exclusive.
1: <laughs> so I do get, like, between 100 to 200 deals a day. Like I did not realize how much when I went on a public platform that it just blew up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't mind I'm so happy and I'm so grateful um to the higher being but yeah I get a lot of questions on like how do I do this how do if I want to get into this how can I do so I am working on some ebooks for you nannies don't worry I've got you guys you know I've got you more about supporting and you know, elevating nannies, especially with my, um, my coaching and my mentoring of nannies that I do. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be work- I'm working now on some eBooks and I'll be selling them, um, on my website. So please look out for that. That is an exclusive exclusive.
0: Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. And when you are done and you release those, please come back on the show. Yes. I, I will. would love to talk to you I'm specifically honest. about your your books and Definitely. how people can get a hold of that um Definitely. yeah that's that's wonderful congrats on on Thank that you. journey and i'm Thank so excited to eat the fruits of your labor um yeah. <laughs> through reading <laughs> um that's that's really exciting and yes i would love to have you back on um for that and for sure. uh, I heard you mention that you do nanny coaching as well. If uh, a nanny is interested in that, if a nanny is struggling and wants nanny coaching, how can they find you for that?
1: They can find me. So if you want, you can send me a DM on Instagram. We can have a conversation there. Um, Or you can go direct to my website, which is shards. Dot com that's shards s-h-a-r-z um they can go on my website and all my if you click on the services area or the services tab you will see uh, mentoring and coaching and you can click on that i have a group mentoring and um, that i uh, announced recently and also one-to-one and i'll be very honest the one-to-one is so popular i thought the group would be but if people want me themselves which is amazing I don't <laughs> mind so um, I've had quite a lot of nannies in the US as well um, that have signed up to that so I'm very very happy and I'm working with them on individual things everyone has different goals but um, you get my own personal number and um, you have access to me anytime um, and I help with a range of things uh, you know building your brand or helping write contracts and um, one of the most popular things is getting your CV to look professional what makes you stand out you know if your interview tips and um techniques and things that i've done to build up rapports with um you know high net worth or celebrity families um, and with agencies as well making sure that the agency contacts you um over other nannies and things like that so just loads if you go on my website you see all the things that i can help you with um, and yes so that's where they can find me
0: wonderful and both um the nanny shards instagram handle and website are both down in the yes. show notes so if yes. you're driving or doing dishes or whatever and can't write it down don't worry it's down there for you just go down there and yes.
1: click on it invest in yourself guys invest in yourself is so important because at nannies already we have to do so much just to get recognized you know mm-hmm. um so i'm really big on just getting nannies to step into their potential and their full potential, should I say. Um, And I'm just really excited working with the nannies that I'm working with now. I've seen improvements so quick. We have one coaching session, and they get on it, and I'm like, yes, and, you know, I encourage you through the way. And even, like, a lot of the nannies I work with really struggle with speaking up and setting boundaries So I work on. I have certain techniques that I work with on them. We do role play, um, you know, and... I'll say, in this situation, how would you handle this? And when they do it, I coach them through the situation. you know, I help them type things up so yeah i'm I'm really hands on. I take my job very seriously as a mentor, so yeah, if you're interested, please do check out the website
0: yeah that's i I'm excited about the exclusive and then also all this wonderful information and And I do feel like even just knowing that you have another experienced Knowledgeable, confident nanny in your corner—that makes yes. such a huge difference. And then on top of that, you're offering like really wonderful advice and techniques and all of that. But I feel like mm-hmm. even just that first step of like, nanny shards is in my corner, and like yes. I can have this mm-hmm. hard conversation because I know the nanny shards is with me.
1: You know, <laughs> like, That's right. definitely, definitely. I was helping a nanny recently who's potty training her. Uh, charge so i was help coaching her through potty training mm-hmm. and she was like oh my goodness like i'm so happy i have this because um for me i look when i was you know doing my nanny in many years ago i was like i wish there was a service out there where i could have a mentor you know especially when i was going through some of my harder times in nanny. And i never had like anyone to go to it's already quite isolating so for me i want to be the change that i want to see so when i was in my nanny career which i still am but when i was a lot younger I wanted to have a mentor, but I just didn't know where to find one. So I was like, I'm going to be the change that I want to see. So, you know, nannies that have been, I have a nanny that's been um, a nanny for 25 years. I mentor her. She's nannies longer than me, but right. she's like, there's things that you know that I don't know or things that you can help me with. So it really doesn't matter how long you've been a nanny. You could just be getting into the um, industry or you could have been a nanny for many, many years, but there's just certain things that you need help on. And I'm happy more than happy to help in that sense
0: yes and for people listening even in this conversation that i have been having with nanny Shars, i feel mm-hmm. more confident and better oh, so <laughs> so yes. i, I yes. yes check out uh her website and um resources and i i love um kind of this this extension that any nanny can add on or not any nanny, but a lot of nannies are already yes. doing and to call it what it is and to like charge yes. correctly for that service. I think is, Definitely. is really powerful.
1: Definitely. I help with rates as well, because I find a lot of nannies on the value themselves mm-hmm. um, and they're scared to speak about money. And I can resonate because I used to be that nanny at one point, but we all love what we do. We're very passionate, but we also have bills to pay which right. everyone knows. We have bills that need paying. We have a lifestyle that we need to maintain. Um, So do not be afraid to ask for what you are worth, you know, and it needs to make sense. You can't just be coming into the nanny industry being right. there in the industry for six months and trying to charge what an experienced nanny of 25 years is charging. You know, it's all realistic. So I help nannies show me your qualifications, show me your knowledge that you know, and then I work at a rate that's reasonable for that nanny and that's also realistic as well. And I help them on branding themselves um, as a professional. And and yeah. these are things that I wish I had when I was younger, so yeah.
0: Yeah, so take advantage, nannies out there. Um, cause yeah, it is, mm-hmm. I, I really love, you know, in doing this podcast, before we started recording, Sharda and I started talking about um, yeah. just each other cause we have, been so like curious about each other and, and yeah. things like that um yeah. and and we were we were talking about even you know in in my eight years of nannying how much the industry has changed and it it yeah. is it's, it's really um starting to pick up and in the three years or four years now I've been doing this podcast like talking yeah. with all these different nannies I just we're such a wonderful community and. Mm-hmm. Um, and i i love that um nannies like you are out there working to make the community better as well thank as you. being a fantastic nanny as well as offering all these other services so so thank, thank you for you so the way that yeah, you're
1: very very important thank you um it's, it's just really important to me that nannies get recognition um for what we do we are like the silent childcare professionals and I'm, I'm very loud I, I don't want to be silent anymore <laughs> I don't yeah. think we here in the UK we have a campaign called the UK Nanny Matters campaign and it's basically advocating for nannies to be recognized by the UK government as professionals and to have a pay scale in place and um, set requirements that nannies should have before they can become a nanny um, and loads of other things Um, so we're just asking people to sign the petition anywhere you are in the world to sign the petition. Um, a lot of people, it's on my website, you know, if you want to Google it, it's UK nanny I'll put it, I'll put that down in the show notes too sure please that would be amazing so yeah. we're trying to get as many signatures as possible so it literally takes two seconds you don't have to be a nanny to do it you just need to have a valid email address and if you are skeptical about anything that we've spoken about in this podcast feel free to follow me on any of the social media platforms i'm mostly on instagram but i'm mm-hmm. also on facebook twitter linkedin i'm on youtube i post youtube videos so if you want to pick my brain a little bit you can watch my videos there um i post on different topics as well for parents and for nannies um so yeah there's so much free resources i'm giving out there so use it utilize it yes love that well um is there anything else that you would
0: like to say about parent coaching before we sign off
1: yeah just in terms if there's any parents listening if you have any questions feel free you know to get in contact with me via my website or my email which is info at um and also info at uk. <laughs> <laughs> um, so i am speaking of my website and um in terms of parent coaching don't feel free to reach out and ask for help you know don't feel free to reach out and ask for help because you know at the end of the day we're humans we all need each other <laughs> and it <laughs> you does, know?
0: it really does take a village like yeah we've moved does. kind of away from that to this place of isolation raising children yeah. and it it's showing i think yeah that definitely. that move time is time
1: not mental health um there's you know there's higher numbers in suicide and everything and it's just because some people just struggle with asking for help or reaching out you know so even oh. if you want to just follow me on my social media and you're a bit shy and then you can probably just slide in my dm that's absolutely <laughs> fine I'm I don't bite I'm really friendly I'm really loving and I'm more than happy to help parents yes needs, anyone that needs help with my services
0: yes asking for help makes you a better parent not is a mark of a failure of parenting yes. if you are asking Definitely. for help you are a better parent
1: than those who refuse yes. to Um, I can 1,000% second that. (laughs) Yep.
0: Yep. Um, Well, wonderful. Well, we end each episode with a cute, fun story and Nanny Shares has brought one.
1: Yeah. So I was looking after a little girl. She was, Absolutely adorable. And um it was my first time in her home. And I said to her, Oh, like uh Nanny Shards needs to go toilet. Could you show me where the toilet is? And she goes, Well, which one would you like? The bottom toilet or the top toilet? So I was like, Eva, I don't mind. And she goes, Well, I don't think you should go to the top toilet because my daddy did a poop in there and it's very stinky. <laughs> I was like, oh! Would want me to know that well thank you but <laughs> you oh, made me laugh so much and she's like so i'm gonna show you the bottom one and i was like that's absolutely fine but i was just like children and their honesty like it's just amazing it makes me feel like this is why I do what I do like that's so funny. You are.
0: That's so cute, and I love that she offered you the choices yes. in the
1: beginning. Like, What's the one on the top way? She's like, I don't think, because I said, oh, maybe the top one. She's like, no, I don't think you should go in there. <laughs> Daddy did a poop, and it's very stinky. I was like, wow. And <laughs> um, when I told her mom, she was in stitches. It was so funny. That's so
0: wonderful. Thank you for sharing that story. I really appreciate it. And um, thank you so much for, for taking time. I know that you have a lot on your schedule, so I
1: appreciate you making time for this. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. I feel honored and keep doing what you do. You've got an amazing podcast and I'm listening all the way here in the UK. So I know a lot of other people are listening all over the world as well.
0: Oh yeah. Thanks. It is really fun. I've like learned more about geography, watching where my listeners are, like (laughs) um, several in in Brazil. So shout out to my Brazil, Brazilian listeners. Um, and yeah, and uh, we will see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Chronicles of Nania is produced and hosted by Martha Reddick. Artwork by Noni Amadon, theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudio.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Nania and on Twitter at Nania Podcast. To contact us, email Chronicles of Nania at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Has been brought to you by Machine Culture.
1: Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week.